in three, two, one. Okay. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the camera adds 10 pounds. I'm your host, Peter Sirs, comedian slash podcaster slash, um, I don't know. I'm pretty fucking sexy too. Um, anyway, do me a favor, you guys. If you're listening to this, you know what I'm going to say right now, but I have to say it because I have to do my job. Um, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, just do me a favor. You could do it now or you could do it afterwards. Just leave me a review. You could, I don't even really, I don't, I don't care what you say, but just leave me a review. You could rate it also. You could even subscribe if you are so inclined, but it helps me gain more listeners. And we all want me to gain more listeners. So do that for me. Um, as always, my podcast is brought to you by my good friends at performa.com. They have all of your fitness accessory needs, shaker cups, meal prep bags, meal prep containers, workout towels galore, like just everything, man. I love all their stuff. I loved them before I started working with them. So give them some love. Go to performa.com, enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the word 10, the word pounds. You'll save 15% off your order. And as always, my podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. You guys want to get jacked and look like me or look like my guest today? Take some fucking supplements, man. They got everything. They got protein powder, pre-workout, post-workout, vitamins, just everything that you need for your fitness supplement needs. Uh, go to buckedup.com, enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the number 10 and the word pounds for this one. And you will save 20% off your order. Um, you guys, we have a guest. I'm very excited. Um, I haven't seen uh, my guest in person in, it's been, it's been at least two or three years, probably. Um, but uh, he, uh, he looks just as gorgeous as always. Uh, you guys, so I, I used to, well, actually, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, but um, he's, uh, would you say famous in the drag world? No, I would say popular. 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 He's a very yes. popular, uh, influential in the drag community. And this is my first, I, 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 I'm ashamed to admit this, but this is my first drag guest that I've had on this podcast. Um, but if, if I'm going to do one, I got to set the bar high, right? So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Sasha Soprano. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on here. Dude, thanks for doing this. I, I thought about this when we were, like, I was like, why haven't I had, why haven't I had him on? Like, what the fuck, man? So, thank, <laughs> thank you for doing this. Absolutely. Uh, I have to say, it was the easiest uh, yes ever, you know, because going through all of these, and I had years of. Uh, drag queen things and i was in my head i'm like does he want me to dress up because that would be a no no, no. To, you know so there's so many different things and i loved how it was like hey do you want to do a podcast yeah okay done like that's yeah. it done go. thanks i appreciate you, it you man. time so uh yeah so i like i said i haven't seen you in probably in person like i like we go actually this is going to be really embarrassing but like maybe when i lived by jordan was the last time probably and I want to like, I think it was. And then the, probably the time, last time that we were like on an ongoing seeing each other was circa your car was stolen by a meth addict. <laughs> no, a black kid, a black kid stole my car. Oh, I thought they were doing drugs in the car. I mean, maybe, but I mean, yeah. I have a lot of friends that get their car stolen. So there, yeah. there could be some Dude, mixing do you, and going. Do you, want, do, do you know something? I've had my car, different cars, but I've had my car stolen twice. Twice. And returned both times. Correct. The cops, yeah. the cops have found my car both times, ironically. That's crazy. It did is. they now did was more stuff missing or was more stuff left in it? Uh okay, so this is so funny that you asked that. Okay, so the first time my car got stolen, they the police were like in pursuit of this person. So like they just <laughs> yeah, like like I like they stole it from my work. I saw the guy taking off with it, luckily. And so I ran in, called 911, you know, and within minutes there was sirens. I could see like the helicopter, like they were fucking ready. And oh. so the guy, the guy jumped out of my car. It was a Cholo. Um, and uh, he jumped out of my car and kind of just let it go up a curb and then took off and he got away. But so like he didn't have a chance to steal any of my shit is all I'm saying. You know, they, they, he had to abort the mission. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the fucking the kid that stole my car and I know it was a kid because uh, they told me because I couldn't like I could pre I press charges, but like he was a minor, so they couldn't really do anything, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it, what really pissed me off was that I had these uh, 
I don't love guest jeans. I don't love them, but I love shopping. And I remember being at the guest store and actually finding these really cute jeans that fit me well. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll get a pair of guest jeans. But I also had this shirt uh, that I really enjoyed. Uh, it was this Roscoe's chicken and waffles shirt. And uh, he sold at gas. No, no, no. So, a different <laughs> place. No, like I, like I always like, a, you know, I mean, well, you don't I mean, maybe you do, but like I always have like an outfit in my car in case I have to go to an audition at the last minute or something. No, I so guess I, totally. So I always keep like, you know, a change of clothes, shoes, pants, whatever. So that was like my cute outfit that I had in my car. And he fucking took that. But I, ironically, here's what, what's so funny. So, do you know, Chris Rock. Okay, so yeah. Chris, Chris Rock has this funny and I can't I'm not going to be able to do the bit, but he's talking about the difference between black people and N words. Like that's the that's the bit. He's like, there's, gotcha, black, gotcha. Pe there's black people and there's right. And yeah. so he's, he talks about if you if you want to hide the money, hide it in the books, because books is like kryptonite to it. N word. <laughs> and it's so funny because I had a, I had a book in the car and he didn't take the book and i'm like damn it i should have just kept all my shit in the book he took my clothes but he didn't take the book so it was any yes it was a black kid that fucking stole my car so whatever uh so yeah so i got and but you know what he also stole um he stole my eye my ipod my ipod oh that's probably worth a lot of money now I know, but that, that, and that was that. That, that, that was like right at the tail end of like when they probably were about to stop making iPods. So, yeah, you know, I liked my iPod too. What a so the same car got stolen twice. Different car. Okay. Different car. Um, but yeah, both by drug. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the kid was on drugs, but he stole my fucking car. It wasn't the first time either. So <laughs> it's like, whatever. But what pissed me off about that one is he stole it from my garage. I, like, okay. I remember that. Yeah. Car. Like he went into my fucking somehow got into our building that is key access only and fucking went in my car, used my garage opener to open the garage. Well, he helped himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, and it was just like yeah, but nothing happened. He didn't mess up my car or anything. Thank goodness. So yeah, you know now I don't have that car anymore. Um, where are you right now? Are you in West Hollywood or are you in San Francisco? Uh I am in West Hollywood. I was in okay. SF for like a good six months and then uh -huh. I left this year. Okay, so you, you spent like a good portion of quarantine in San Francisco? Yeah, August to like December, I was pretty much in San Francisco. So what's worse right now? Because I haven't been to LA since October. You know, that's a tough one because San Francisco is just disgusting. So right, that's what I heard. Hard to, you know, and I, I'm born and raised there. So when people yeah. go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, no, like F you, I can, I can say that San Francisco is <laughs> disgusting. Right. Okay. Receipts, I was born and raised there. My parents were born and raised there. My grandparents were born and raised there. San Francisco is disgusting. You're like a legacy. But, yeah. But, but you actually are though. Like what? You are a legacy in San Francisco. Though. Yes, yes. And I, I mean, I even grew up on a street named after my family. So, yeah. you know, I can say it. So. The, the Castro, right? No, um, I'm not going to say the name of the street. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's near the Castro. We're right off Got the it. Castro. Okay. Um, but you go ahead and do all these things. But, you know, San Francisco, I think that they had, you had two different ways of people uh, dealing with the pandemic. There was the LA way and then there was the SF way. Now, the ways are different because SF ways, poor neighborhoods, richer neighborhoods, all are intermingled. So they're right. all smacked up. So when you see some like discrepancies in things being passed out, you notice it. It's, you know, it's going on out here in Los Angeles, you know, predominantly say a poor neighborhood is miles away from some of these other more wealthy neighborhoods. So right. you, people in Bel Air and where I live, this whole strip from Santa Monica, pretty much, um, you don't notice what the discrepancies of, you know, what's going on. So when I think when you're getting our reports out here in LA, everything is like, you know, uh, across the 101 of where it was like blowing up. And, yeah. you know, so that I'm hearing like, and I, and I don't, I don't get like, I don't really watch the news anymore, because it just makes me sad, you know, 
but like yeah. people are saying like that people are like getting mugged and stuff like it's like a thing oh, now and citizen app is my favorite fucking new game oh ever. <laughs> citizen what's citizen app, app? absolutely have you have do you not have citizen app i don't know i don't know what it is okay so let me just citizen app right now let's see who <laughs> just got shot so i've had citizen app since living in san francisco um uh-huh. because of the high crime rate there and that's why i left san francisco uh and that mind you was like 10 years ago and now san francisco is like skyrocketed with this but within the last year of just the pandemic la like melrose has become yeah. like you can, yeah. there's no more flossing on Melrose. You, you, you wear your plain t-shirt, your ugly jeans, your yeah. ugly shoes, and you go shopping or do whatever you got to do. But every single day, like, I'm sure, let me go pick up right now. Oh, we got a, we have a live shot from a helicopter, which is amazing. It gives you a live <laughs> shot from the helicopter. Oh, so, you know, well, we got a suspect barricaded in a vehicle right over, um, just down, um, Oh, like La Cienega. So that's close. That's my old hood. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It it's literally right near the Beverly Center. So, <laughs> uh, and I just like to go straight to Melrose to see who was mugged that day. So today right. we got. Well, like I heard uh, one, one of my friends told me that uh, like Toca Madera, that people, because like they were eating on the side, you know, they had to eat outside. Yeah. And that pe- people just were driving by and like this. I mean, you have to have money to eat there. And people were just fucking, give me your watch. Give me your this. Give me your that. And yeah. Then fucking, like, They've been doing it, and they said it was the same group, but who knows? But they had gone up and down, like they were just like it's like trick or treating for adults, yeah, yeah, like fucked up adults. But you know, it's like they come out, they jump out of the car, they just put the gun up to someone's head. Everyone's just, you know, they're, they're all excited that they can even just eat at a restaurant first off, so they're, they don't even think in anything else. Right. They're just waiting for their water and you know whatever else is coming, and then someone comes out with a gun right out of an obviously stolen car, and they jump out put the gun they took one guy's half a million dollar watch yeah which i don't i mean why are you wearing a half why? million dollar watch why or why are you doing it and not having security around you to sit protect exactly. you <laughs> it just i you know so i no, i don't think anyone felt bad for him yeah um, but someone got shot in that one but every day it's it's a mugging a shooting lady gaga's dogs right <laughs> right but that was like that was also like almost like organized because the dude was like posting where he was and stuff. And then someone, yeah, which goes back to, I ain't telling you which street I grew up on. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never understood that. And like where he did exactly what you said. And it was yeah, like, yeah. why would you post your location, the dogs? Like here's, here's a picture of my kids. Their parent is worth millions upon millions. Come and get them. Right. Yeah. That I just, I've, I, I can't I'm looking forward to like coming back but like I can't come back until everything is like open open you know not like yeah. fucking 10% open like what the fuck that's gonna do um, so I'm assuming it might still be a few more months but you know um, yeah they're, and they're jumping pretty quickly out here like it's now like you know I mean the big ones which crazy is like Disneyland reopened Universal Studios reopened yeah. But they're like limited. Gyms are, yeah, like, everything. They're still limited capacity, though. So I'm to, like, yes, it's like twenty five percent. So yeah. why bother? Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what I'm like. Come on, like I got, I got, I need, like I can't afford to be there and only make twenty five percent of the money that I was making. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so I've just been making the most of what my time is here, and you know, uh, I think try- what you did was smart. Yeah, I mean. Looking back, it was a very wise decision, but like, you know, like I see people, they are going places now. Like you said, things are kind of, I'm like, ah, but like, it's still like, but like the crime stuff scares me. Cause like, like that whole street, like that whole area, like third street, Melrose, Beverly, like that's where I, I would just walk around there all the time. Like, you know, yeah. and it's a very, you would normally, I would walk there at night and my girlfriend would walk home from, you know, the gym or whatever. And like, I would feel safe having her walk through that neighborhood and now i kind of wouldn't and that's kind of weird you know yeah and so. that's a crazy thing is because i now have an office workspace that's literally on the same block as and i don't know if you're still gonna go back there or whatever but where your gym was on la cienega and beverly uh-huh. yeah yeah well they closed yeah. per- they closed permanently oh well yeah, i guess I you won't be going back and, and, and that's and that that's another thing it's like unless you're it, working at kinko's yeah it's gonna be a little bit more complicated because I, there's just so many things I have to do. I have to like 
line up before I'm like, okay, I'm back. Like, gotta yeah, find yeah, a place yeah. to live, place to work, or maybe don't. But like, oh, you gotta, gave up your place to live too. Yeah. Well, that was smart though too, because you yeah. can find stuff now that's it's oh, all yeah. coming back up. It's getting cheaper. You'll find something quick. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I mean, that's what I. I my plan, my initial plan, and people that listen, sorry guys, but my plan was just to come out. <laughs> <laughs> my plan was to come out here for a few weeks and then go back when it was over. <laughs> yeah, and then here we are. I like, think that was year. everyone's plan. Yeah. <laughs> And so it was like, okay, it was going to make sense and just go back. And then, but then once it became clear that this is going to get dragged out, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to not pay rent and have a backlog of fucking who knows what, you know, rent due at the end of all this. Cause I know people that are not paying rent still. And I'm like, you do know that you're going to have to pay this rent back eventually. Right. Cause you don't have, like, there's still places where you don't have to pay your rent. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so you haven't paid rent for a year. Like, you're going to owe a year's worth of fucking rent that was already probably more expensive than it should have been anyway. Yeah. And so you're just going to owe, you know, $20,000, $30,000 for the next year or two on the back end. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Good luck on that. Yeah. You know, I just took advantage of it. And like, you know, I pay my rent. But now yeah. on purpose, I pay it late. <laughs> just just to kind of keep my landlord on his toes thinking like, is he going to get it? Is he not going to get it? Is right. he going to now? Don't you, don't, didn't you live in like a former famous person's apartment? I still live here and I'm never moving. Oh. Well, I'm never who's, moving. Whose place was it? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe's old apartment. Yeah, Are you serious? Yeah. yeah I live in, uh, yeah, I live in old Marilyn Monroe's place. And that's fucking um, crazy. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's old. And um, every time I sometimes, I'll, you know, I'll take like a nap and think I'm like, oh, she like slept here. Maybe like, you know, was on some like Got drug on here. Yeah. And um, but the crazy thing is, is that I didn't think about it as soon as I saw I was living in Beverly Hills and I was looking at the like real estate gazette or whatever. And it yeah. goes like Marilyn Monroe's place goes up for rent. And I'm like, I want it. And I want out of this like place I was living in Beverly Hills. So I go ahead get it move in all works out i was so excited but then i'm like putting like what is that like windex cleaning my window and i'm like dude what is all these like smudges till i realized the smudges were someone's forehead nose and chin oh and on the other be, side yes and they yeah, would be yeah. pressing up their head <laughs> in my bay window to look inside my home right to, you know because they all you know the, the little yeah Hollywood buses would stop they get right. out well that so um but no more of that thank god why not oh because of they, covid the hollywood buses are not allowed to go on the street anymore oh, okay that's good yeah so yeah they I, got, they, that's that's got to be annoying because i mean obviously in hollywood there's so many historical places exactly and there's like twenty thousand fucking tours that go around and like yeah know, so now yeah. they're like, it's like they have to stay on kind of like generic streets, like you right. know, Sunset and, you right. know, that's it. I think Sunset, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, I did. A, I worked at a, I mean, I say work. I did it like once um, at like a haunty, ha haunted Hollywood tour. <laughs> <laughs> like the Black Dahlia and shit? Uh, it, we didn't go over the Black Dahlia, but we went over a lot of like other, it was like, it was all walking. It was all places that you could walk to. Oh, okay. So it was like a. It was like Hollywood High School and uh, the Roosevelt, the El Capitan. Um, there's some, uh, there's like that building that's on Hollywood and Highland. Um, it's, I think it's called like the first federal bank building, but like there's like a huge shootout back in like, I don't know, like the 20s or 30s and All like right. people, people died and uh, whatever, but it's never been there's a shootout there yesterday. Probably it's yeah. never been, yeah, it's never been occupied since though. Like the building is just like this super old building, and it hasn't been occupied since. So it's like supposed to be haunted. And then there was like uh, you know the magic everything like right in that corridor where you could walk to Magic Castle. There's also like an apartment building on Orange or something where like fucking some dude blew his brains out and whatever. So that was all, yeah. but not the Black Dahlia. But yeah, that would have been cool. I did it for like Menendez Brothers in Beverly yeah. Hills. Yeah, like that would be like there's a, there's a, Hollywood has a lot of history, man. That's what I love it about does. it. Darren Tate. Oh, I mean, of of course, like that's. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> Sharon Tate was hot. 
She was gorgeous and pregnant. It was yeah, it was, isn't that fucking glowing? Yeah, like it's just so sad. Uh, yeah. Have you have you have you ever seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I have not. Oh my god! Dude. I know I need to. It's I know hol- I love twisted shit too. Yeah, so I it's would hilarious. Enjoy it. So like, I mean, they intertwine uh, fiction and nonfiction. So like, they use real events, but they like they took some artistic liberty. I'll just say that it's is that it's a very- Quentin Tarantino? Yes, and that's why I would love it. Yeah, it's very entertaining, but um, which McCall? Okay, so I want to talk about drag. Yeah, <laughs> we could talk all day, but okay, so. So Sasha um, is not dressed up right now. So Sasha is presenting uh, herself as himself right now. Um, When did you start doing drag, first of all? Uh, I started doing drag full-time, let's see, 2008. 2008. 2008. And at this point, do do your parents know that you're going to do drag? Oh, absolutely. My parents, yeah, no, my parents didn't care. They don't, you know, none of that stuff. Um, Now, I'm assuming you were already out at that point as well, right? Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I would get told by my mother is your skirt is too short. And that was, (laughs) that was, and she'd get mad sometimes because I wanted to go, like, I wanted to take my illusion to the next level. Uh And um, I would have a string hanging out from underneath my skirt. And... (laughs) you know she knew it you know but it was just i wanted to go ahead full illusion like a know. string like a string like you had a pad like you had a tampon like my, my, temp, my tampon my tampon <laughs> just hanging out and i used to i used to it was terrible I was, and i would take red lipstick and i would rub it all over this tampon and i would put it in the liner of you know what's up in there and so and then when someone would you know it was kind of like my icebreaker and I would just pull this thing out and go like and fling it around and it icebreaker, you know? <laughs> um, okay. So you started, so you started like 2007 ish, right? Yeah. Now. Okay. So obviously, cause I know a little bit, but I'm not, you know, I'm going to be ignorant. So some of these questions might be silly and I'm sorry. No, um, I do love it. But like, as a, as a guy, obviously, there's a certain, I mean, actually, maybe not though, but like for guys that take it seriously, there's a certain frame that you have to have, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's hard as a guy because, you know, you're a guy. So yeah. how does that like, do you do you have to diet or do you just say, fuck it, it is what it is. I'm just going to look beautiful. And like, what's involved in those in, in these decisions? So for me, the first half of mine, so like, the first five years of like working, working. So like say 2009 to 2015, I was rail thin. I was a stick figure. I was tall. I could eat all I wanted and I would still be a little itty bitty, you know, and I wore a size. You won't understand it probably, but like, yeah, I will. Okay. Like I was wearing, I was wearing like a four, like I was so, I was tiny. And you're tall Uh, though. And so that, that's pretty small for, cause you're like what? Six, two. Yeah. I'm six, three. Six yeah. three. Sorry, sorry. And then yeah, yeah. And then uh, you add on top of that my six inch uh, platform heels, oh, yeah. all that. So um, and back in the day, I wanted to go. My idea of like what I wanted to look like was I wanted to look like a actual rich, wealthy woman. I didn't want to be a campy drag queen. Like I didn't want the tease giant hair with the uh-huh. clown makeup. I wanted to look kind of like trans, you know, like somebody right. would, you know uh assume i'm you know trans or whatever but uh then once i started working out and becoming big i just kind of said f it and um my dresses changed so then i had to go for big like two-piece jacket like right. jackets to cover i could wear like a dress and everything but i'd have this big fur coat over me you know so uh yeah because you're because always... you're, you're pretty muscular yeah, now I, you know, and especially once I was working doing the tours and everything, I was like two, two fifteen, two hundred to two fifteen oh, wow. was like my big size. So, um, yeah, I stopped wearing anything with like little uh, spaghetti straps because you just you're you look like a linebacker in a dress. Right. Yeah, yeah, because I've uh, seen. I mean, I've I've seen the gamut. I've seen like, you know, they're like you said, real thin, and then I've seen like you know, big, 
Aretha Franklin type fucking drag queens. Yeah. Like it's so, I mean, it, it's really, it's the spectrum, you know? And, and just, what it is, is that's, it is true. But my, like where I'm at with the muscles and everything, there's literally, I could name, there's about five of us. That are okay. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Everyone else, it's either you're rail thin or you like hometown buffet. Right, like, exactly. It yeah, is, exactly. It's one or the other. And it's kind of like the um, masculinity of it is a little perhaps not embraced or, you know, they just don't want, I'm like my eyebrows. I never shaved my eyebrows. I didn't shave my legs. I didn't shave my arms. You never so shaved your pretty, legs. No, I was pretty doodly when I oh, um, really? did it. But I would cover everything. One of the first five years, I would shave my legs because I was very okay. like trying to be, you know, supermodel. But then as time went and I'm traveling and doing everything, no, you put on some tights and it covers your oh, hairy yeah, right, right. legs. You have a long uh, sleeve dress, hairy arms, my hairy armpits, my hairy <laughs> chest was covered by the dress. So by the end of it, the only skin you saw was my face. And that okay. was, you know. So, okay, let me ask you a question. Because um, as, as Sasha, you, I mean, she's gorgeous. But, you, but you're also an attractive man. Thank so, you. So you're, I mean, you're attractive on both ends. So what do you, like, what do you feel more confident? Do, or do you just walk around like, I can look good as a guy? Because that's hard to pull off like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's hard to be attractive as both a guy and a girl there's not a lot of people that could do it no yeah and you know for me i don't think about it that much but i know for other people it is they notice and everything and i mean like of, okay, I, like for, for example for example for lack of i mean because this is like i said like rupaul is not attractive as paul I mean, he's fine. He's, I mean, he's name, fine. I know what his name is. Whatever the fuck his name is, dude. <laughs> his name is RuPaul Charles as a man and a woman. But I oh, do love okay. that. RuPaul is <laughs> Paul. Yeah. yeah but well, for discussion like, purposes, let's okay. stick with that. Yeah, he's Paul. As Paul. I mean, you know why I said it? Because one of my buddies has a joke about it. How uh, he went to a, a book signing. And like, you know, there's all kinds of obviously, you know, big, you know, RuPaul and drag fans and whatever, but he was, he was the dude. And my buddy was like upset about it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I I guess, and I guess a lot of other people were upset too, that he was Paul. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's true. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's uh, the whole getting in all of that stuff is so time consuming it's uncomfortable. Um, and if you're doing this in that kind of lighting, um, like at a bookstore lighting, if yeah. it's the daytime and you're over the age, and I'm being honest, if you're over the age of 35, you're going to look like a fucking dude. Like you're going to look like yeah. a man in a dress. And it's not, <laughs> it's not a very fun look. And I've been okay. there. So you're saying like, a, it's better to do it as like on stage with lights and whatnot. Yeah, the full okay. illusion. You, you know it. what I mean? Yeah. So I personally, like when we be out on, you know, uh, I don't even remember the theaters, but like uh, what in LA, we got Ace Theater, did it. Um, what's the other one across the... Alaska? Orpheum? Orpheum Theater. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you go up on stage, I do it there, I got the lights, and then I tell them, put the pink gel on it, soften right. me up a little bit, go do this stuff. I would hate when we have to do a meet and greet afterwards because oh. this illusion... Right. of this all of a sudden now no hip pads no nothing you're just kind of like there and they're like looking up at you about you know seven right. feet tall so okay so let, let's talk about the prep then how long did it take you to go from you know how you are right now to full-on like all right so if i'm on the road and i'm fully organized which means um my shit's picked out before which i'm always you know, I keep everything in a Ziploc bag of what jewelry goes with what dress, all that. Oh. So I'm pretty good at, at being organized. Most queens are not. Most queens, you open it up and it just is, it looks just like, what the F is all this stuff? Like plastic bags of junk in it, this, and there's tossing. Maybe I'll wear this. So for me, I lay it all out even hours before I got to get ready, you know, uh, towel out, makeup, everything ready to go. And I don't count the shaving part. 
because that takes a minute in the shower, everything. Right. But as soon as I sit down at that table, with when the, you say, sh- I'm sorry to interrupt you. When you yeah. say shaving, you're referring to your face. Yeah, my face. I don't shave okay. anything else because okay. it's all covered by clothes. Got it. Um, so I just shave my face, do that. But as soon as I sit down, it probably, you know, once you're going, it only takes me probably less than an hour. But I'm okay. also not there for it. Like I have someone doing my hair, so my hair I'm not Got touching. It it's already done. And then they're putting it on, you know, me with the glue and everything right. and my eyelashes. So I have help, but for okay. other people, I've heard two hours, three yeah, hours. I can imagine. F that. I, I've seen pictures of you uh, with like, uh, what looks like you have boobs. How does that work? Oh, I just, um, so I don't know if you're, you know, girlfriend or whatever has them, but they're called chicken cutlets. And oh. they're pretty, every, every girl like had them or has used them. I, you know, but like they're a, basically little sticky um, things. So I put them, instead of putting them on my chest, I actually put them like on the outskirts of my chest. So it's like more of the armpit. And then I push them as hard as I freaking can connect them. And then I put a piece of like um, tape across that to hold okay. it. So I'm just, it's literally, if I took off, everything you i would just look like you know like i'm binding my. okay so it's not like you're not wearing like some kind of like silicone like prosthetics or something no i've had those but it doesn't work for me okay yeah i like to be the most minimal of things i like you know that's it i just want the quickest easiest route i used to love uh like uh I'm, i'm gonna be honest i probably have friends that are still a little homophobic you know, Good, un- I like it. Un- unfortunately, um, I try to open everyone's mind, but you know, people are going to get stuck in their ways. But one of the things I would love would be like, like showing your picture, like so- showing Sasha's picture. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, check out, check out this fucking girl. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I'd be like, actually, <laughs> you're gay now. <laughs> Good, I loved it, dude. In person catfishing. I know. I oh man, I would. I just. I would. I would love it, dude. It'd be great. And even like, uh, what am I? But there is actually. Oh, actually, no, I can't. Ah, fuck. Okay, I'm not gonna give it. So at the gym that you know me from, there yeah. was a person that worked there who presented uh, herself as a girl, but was still a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, she was very pretty, you know, and she came to one of my shows one night and then my buddy who's a fucking pig was like, Hey, who's that? I'm like, Hey, go talk to her. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she's single, dude. Go talk to her. Like, I don't fucking care. Dude. I mean, like in 2021, I talk about this on stage, but I'm like, if you're woke, like everyone tries to pretend like they are in 2021, if you're as woke as you say you are, if they say they're a girl, then there you go, man. That's it. If that's yeah. what they identify as, then you're good, right? If you're woke, it, it's. I like to call people on some of the bullshit they like to spew. Yeah. Like how woke. woke? How woke are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, only an hour. I would think it would be longer, but I mean, if you're a pro, you know, yeah, and you know, I don't have to. When I shave, and you see me, when I shave, I got like a little baby face, like, yeah, yeah. and I got the cheekbones like naturally. So I'm not like having to carve out my face to give me things. Right. So like for contour me, contour and stuff. I got like maybe a dozen items on in front of me, and I'm putting them on because I don't do like that crazy, you know, the uh, intricate shit. Because a, don't know how to, and yeah. b, no interest, you know. So you do your my, own makeup. I do my own makeup. You have a hair person, um, but you do your own I've makeup. I've had it done. My wig person has done it a couple of times when I'm kind of like not feeling it. Like I'm just kind of exhausted, whatever it is. And to be honest, she does it 10 times better than me. Right. But um, but yeah, no, it's just easy. You know, if okay. Dolly Parton can do her own makeup, I can do my own makeup. Does she do her own makeup? Yeah, she does her own makeup. I've, I've seen, and this is so weird because like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Dolly has been like, older like our whole life yeah <laughs> like right like but she doesn't get older she's just always been like old our whole life but like i see pictures of her when she was like a young like she was fucking 
banging. I mean, she still looks amazing, obviously. But like as like a you know twenty something thirty, like she was fucking banging, dude. Yeah, like, no gorge. She, she was. I mean, I mean, I love Carrie Underwood, but Dolly Parton at her pinnacle shits on fucking Carrie Underwood. Yeah, <laughs> good old Dolly. I saw Dolly at the um, Hollywood Bowl. Oh wow, bro. And I could you you ask me what song she played? I don't know because the entire time. I was staring at everything about her. I was yeah. looking at her wig line because I was like, I've never seen the wig line before. I want to see it. So I oh, was looking at it, looking, and you could see it. You could see all the things because I was so close. Uh-huh. I could see everything. I could see the wrinkles. I could see, and I get like, she probably don't want someone like me even talking about that. But like, you know, the fact of the matter that I got to see it made me love her even more because like, oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I saw it. I, I, I witnessed it. Imagine being Miley Cyrus and that's like your godmother. You can just be yes. hang out with fucking Dolly Parton. Like, yeah. have you ever been to Dollywood? I have not, but I want to. I want to go too. We're going to okay. go. Uh, we're going to go. Uh, so, you know, my girlfriend's a farmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A watermelon farmer, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we, we decided that we're going to go. Uh, it's in. Uh, la, what's the. God damn it. Uh it's in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, it's it is a town. It's something Berg. Uh Lindenburg or Lynchburg, Tennessee. Lynchburg. I know that's probably not right. Uh, damn it. Hold on. I'm doing it real time right here, you guys. Yes. Uh I know she's it. in Pigeon Forge. Well, that's probably where she lives. God damn it. Hold on, guys. We're in real time. Where is Dollywood? It's really bothering me now because I want to go. Oh, yeah. It says Pigeon Ford. But there's a resort town. Uh, fuck, man. I can't, I can't think of it right now. Anyway, I want to <laughs> go. But, like, it's like a whole, like, a, I mean, kind of like a, like Branson. Like, a, it's like there's a, a whole. Ma- there's a McCookville. <laughs> No, that's not it. It's something Berg. Williamsburg. No. Well, that's on there. <laughs> uh, I can't think of it. It's really bothering me. Anyway, uh, what you call it? What, what, oh, well, I wanted to talk to you about or ask you about like you started a whole like drag tour like that was like your baby. Yeah. The yeah, what, the, the queen. The, Drag Queens of Comedy. Drag Queens of Comedy, that's right. And it was... Ga- Gatlinburg. God damn Gatlinburg. it. Gatlinburg. Yes. <laughs> Good. Jesus Christ. But yeah, no, okay. I did uh, Drag Queens of Comedy, and I did it since uh, 2009-10. And I did it for a solid probably eight years. Yeah. And, it was like a big um, deal. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Pre- that, and which is why I don't like to use the word famous to describe it. Because right. I put that towards the girls that are on Drag Race, yeah, TV yeah. famous, you know, whatever. But I'm, I like to say that I'm well known and very, very well respected for my business practice of being a drag queen that said, I'm going to go ahead and do uh, what, it, you know, basically it was this. Joan Rivers would do a show at the Castro Theater. Castro Theater was 1500 seat theater. Yeah. I never equated myself with dancing or lip syncing. I hated it. I was not good at it. It didn't interest me. It 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 was it seemed kind of like not fun. Yeah. So I would just be cracking jokes and laughing. So I was like, all right. Then I realized that she's at the theater. I was like, oh, and I don't know how or why, but like I was just like, I'll just go in the theater and rent it. So I walked into the theater and I said, Hey, how much to rent the theater? They looked at me because I was probably like 24 years old, and they're like, Who is this little kid? And they're like, you know, they said X amount of dollars. It was pretty high. And I go like, and I pulled out my checkbook and I said, okay. And I took it, <laughs> handed them the check. And I think their jaws dropped. And mind you, I right. did say, well, I'm a little kid. Can you give me a better deal? And they did, um, which was, and that was the inception of Drag Queens of Comedy. Which you, took my a, first, you took a chance on yourself. I did 100%. And I said, you know, I could do this. And everyone was like, what are you doing? Like, why, 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 like you don't even have a show. Like, da, da, da. So my very first show was with Lonnie Love, okay. um, who has gone on to 
really good stuff and um, super sweet, amazing. So with that show, the first one, I reconstructed it and turned that show into the Drag Queens of Comedy where I brought in do, 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 eight to nine of the most well-known comedy drag queens. Right. And so we would come do our sets. Everyone got like 20 minutes. There's nine slots. Um, you know, so you've got a good hour and a half kind of show. Perfect. And it was like, the, which, but you know, all these queens that you give a microphone and a couple of drinks, they want to stay up there all night thinking it's their own yeah. headlining performance. Don't, yeah, you can't but, do that. Yeah. Don't but run the yeah. light. <laughs> yeah, I wish we had one. Fuck. But yeah, so did that. But um, ultimately ended up uh, my last show, um, the run where we did multiple cities and I had uh, sold it to Live Nation. Right, right. Um, we did Broadway. I did a couple other New York places, Chicago, a couple more Midwest um, places, all of West Coast. So, yeah. and then you and I abruptly quit. <laughs> <laughs> you retired. Yeah, I just, I, I had, I, I think I had just had it, you know? Because yeah. to me, it was, well, where do I go from here? Like, this is the only thing I had planned. In my head, I was like, the only thing I wanted to do was have a successful show. Thinking in my head, it was going to take for a long, long time, and it only took one year. Right, yeah. And I did it, and then I grew tired. Honestly, I grew tired of dealing with the people. And not so much the drag queens as much as their managers, because uh -huh. it's, they were thinking like that they're Lady Gaga, not the girls themselves, their, their managers. The managers would be like, right. You need to provide this, this, this. And then I would provide all of that. And then at the end of the show, no one uses it. So now I'm out thousands of dollars for all of this. So I just said, eh, I'm done with all this, you know, shit. Right. You guys can go fucking do whatever. Cause I don't have to work for the rest of my life. So yeah. Yeah. You sold it. And that I talked about this. I've, I've talked about it many times on here before, but like, it's it's similar in like and we've talked we've had this discussion but like when i would tell you like how much i would get paid for like certain gigs <laughs> and you'd be like we're like wait what like that's all that's that's all you're getting paid but like for me it's always similar in how you rented the the, the theater knowing that or having the confidence at least that you could get that return on your investment and that's kind of how with my comedy, like when I took jobs early on in my career, I mean, even still some jobs that aren't paying as much as I need to, I'm looking at it, you know, three, four years down the line, like, you know, these fucking $200 jobs and whatnot that I took, you know, seven years ago are going to be, you know, $1,200 or $1,500 jobs, you know, a few years later. Like, it's just an investment. You're like, you have to invest in yourself like, or you take a chance and take a chance on yourself. Like you have to. And then it, you know, in some instances it works out, like in your case. And then in some instances, you just got to keep plugging away like me. <laughs> but no, that's like, that's like, and two is that it keeps you going. Cause I'll be honest, me doing nothing the last three years has been the fucking most depressing thing ever. <laughs> I have a great day. Like I wake up, I go to the gym, I don't have any responsibilities, but at the yeah. same time, not knowing that I haven't done anything. And then I've thought to myself, all right, well, and I pride myself on being one of the few that you can, I could be on stage and you could take my drag off and I'm still as just as funny because my, my yeah, humor yeah. is not drag centric. No. It just so happens I was doing comedy in the drag circuit. So if I ever wanted to go back and do drag right now, I have a plethora of people I could call and get on lineups, get the show going again if I wanted right. to, but I don't. But now I think I want to do it as Sasha, the boy, you know, and the, what laugh factory right up the block comedy store right up the block yeah. but that's like a whole new world to me like yeah. i'd have to start from the ground up because that's no longer you know you maybe may be able to I go mean, ahead and get a couple of things but no, you may you may i mean yeah like you might have to pay some dues but the thing is is like i could tell you as like a comic like you could probably sell tickets wherever you go and that's half the game in comedy is just being able to sell tickets like my thing is I, I talked about it a couple weeks ago too but like I don't really have leverage necessarily so like when I like I need the clubs they don't need me right because I gotcha. can't sell, I can't really sell tickets but when I get to the point when I can then I have the leverage where well, you can probably go to certain places and sell tickets and have that leverage yeah uh, no I get yeah but, totally 
especially yeah. like your gay centric cities i definitely would yeah, be exactly. able to go and at least pull in their their rooms you know whether it be yeah. 150 250 i feel confident on that right there's a there's a few places that maybe would not be as warm for you to visit yeah but those <laughs> those would be my favorite dude i love okay i i don't i mean you haven't seen me do stand-up in a while but like i love i have a good chunk of my of my set that's like in support of the gay community and you know it's funny it's whatever but one of the things i love is when i see people's faces that are not having it at all and i'm just like no listen like (laughs) it's it's okay like and you just i could just i could just see people tune out and they don't want to hear it and i love it dude yeah (laughs) like i fucking love it like i don't care like i'm at the point like eight years ago when i first started i wanted every single person in the audience to like me you know because you just want to get followers Isn't that crazy that's it yeah. and you i understand exactly what you're talking about yeah but now it's like i know that i'm still gonna have a career i don't need everybody to like me i just need i mean i need i need a good portion of the people to like me otherwise i won't get brought back but like i'm okay pissing off a few people or like making a few people feel uncomfortable if i'm still making the majority of people laugh like I love it because I'm like, you guys are fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, like I have these rainbow bracelets. Can you see? Yeah. And uh, one side, it says love wins on it. I don't know if you could see. All right. And then the other side is this, it's this bit that I have, but it says homoprobic, uh, (laughs) which is like the opposite of homophobic. And I just love seeing, cause like I'll be killing and then the second I start getting into this, I just see people like arms crossed and I'm just like, oh, this is exactly why I'm doing it, dude. I love mm-hmm. it. And what's funny about it is like, you could be in LA or San Fran or Chicago or like, you know, any big city with a gay community and tell jokes about like, you know, supporting gays and like, you'll have people on your side, right? Like, of course, yeah. you get claps and like, yeah, you're doing the right thing, but come to fucking Oklahoma City or come to fucking... <laughs> Tulsa Oklahoma or Little Rock Arkansas or places that like obviously still have a gay community but it's not like you know there's not rainbow fucking crosswalks and you know what I mean yeah and then try to do those jokes and then tell me how like tell me how you do and it's like I I love it dude but kind of like what you were talking about too about like uh when you you hit the draft I was talking about that uh when I was a dancer uh there's only so far you can go as a dancer, you know? And so I, I talked about, I I performed, I performed at the forum, like where the Lakers used to play. Mm -hmm. And there was like, I don't know, I'd say like 13,000 people there. And as a dancer, it's like, what else are you going to do after that? Like, like what, what am I supposed to do? Like just keep fucking auditioning and maybe getting a video. I mean, I guess that would have been cool, but like, for a dancer, like performing in an arena like that, like that's pretty much it. Like, unless I'm dancing with Brittany or Justin, like, so for me, that was kind of like when I was like, okay, like, I think I've done everything I need to do as a dancer. Let me start to venture off into other aspects. And then I ended up finding comedy, which was actually the best thing, but I just, it just took me longer to find it. But, you know, but I've, I've, I've rented out fucking theaters and, you know, or like, just taking door deals like no guarantee just all right give me 70 percent of the door and whatever like you have to do that sometimes absolutely so are are you like already getting your brain rolling for what you're going to be doing when you get back out here to la uh yes (laughs) that was was the most (laughs) not confident no i Uh, no it yeah yeah it will okay so okay so this is the thing so uh i i have I had a plan for last year. Okay. Like I was going to go on and sorry, you guys, you guys are listening, but Sasha doesn't know these things. Maybe he does. But um, so last year, 2020, no. Yeah. 2020, I was going to go on a tour or, you know, I love baseball. Absolutely. So I was going to go to all of the, all the major league ballparks. So that's 30, 30 cities. Well, it's really it's really like 27 because like Chicago has two teams. New York has two teams. 
LA has its, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, like, totally. I, was gonna, I was gonna go to all the ballparks, um, go to a game at each ballpark. Okay. And then do shows in each city. So we're talking 30 city tour plus going to the games, filming everything. Like that's what I was going to do. And then obviously that all got shut down Yeah. and I couldn't plan it for this year because still stuff is still not open. So mm -hmm. I'm going to start now that places are opening, I'm already starting to work on that for next year. Um, 2022, I guess that would be. Um, but my plan is I could share it. So, okay. Uh, you know, I, I spent all summer on a farm. Yeah. Obviously. Um, and so I have all these stories about just, you know, me going from LA to being on a fucking, to like being ready to tour the fucking country and do this thing that honestly, like I thought was going to make me maybe not famous, but like get me some real street cred when I completed the whole thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Anytime somebody does all the ballparks in one season, which I think it's only happened like two or three times, they get like, they get to go on all the, like the talk shows and whatever. Like, so that was going to be me, you know, but I was going to do it with comedy, which is a whole other thing. Cause there's, yeah. there's planning that goes in. Like I had to like, look at where all the teams were going to be when they were going to be in each city and figure out how I could work my way. Okay. Like I'm going to go to Cleveland and then Detroit. And then, you know, it took a lot of work. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's hard enough just to do those things just as a touring person, but now I have to coordinate it with the baseball season. So anyway, yeah. it was a lot of work. I, I figured I was going to get some street cred and things were going to be a little bit different after that. Obviously COVID pushed it back. So now I spent this whole year fucking, I spent the summer on a farm, fucking been in Oklahoma city, going from the city to here um, so anyway, so my plan is uh, I have a I have a barn that uh, it's actually like a, it's a wedding venue primarily, but it's this really pretty barn. They have they've got like all it's a fucking legit barn. Yeah. And they have like, you know, they have chickens and turkeys and fucking it's beautiful. And it's a wedding venue. So I'm going to I'm renting it and I'm going to film and record my next album on on the farm in the barn and uh pitch it to you know pitch it to netflix pitch it to fucking whoever uh yeah. and that's what i'm gonna do at the end of the summer and then after that i'll uh is know. the audience gonna be comprised of like animals um you know the guy who owns the farm was like we could have some chickens walking around and i was yeah. like that would be <laughs> yeah, fucking hilarious yeah, and don't let them upcharge you but don't yeah but also awesome uh no i'm gonna have people like because there's all i mean there's i know so many people here now and um i'm gonna bring a couple of my buddies from la out to like do the show with show we're gonna do two shows it's august 21st you guys so you can fucking mark it on your calendars now i know what you did last quarantine we're fucking we're doing it <laughs> yeah i gotta yeah i gotta fucking you know i hired a crew um, we're gonna we're gonna do it man and then that's good I, yeah. i'm excited and then after that you know so after that it kind of it, it kind of correlates with uh that's why i'm gonna stay out here since i i brought all, all i brought all of our shit out here you know um like my girlfriend was already out here so i went and i went back and brought all our stuff so i don't want to take all my stuff back by myself so we're gonna i'm gonna wait till the end of the harvest is over um uh, and yeah, uh, we're gonna go on a little after we do that, like, so that'll be August 21st. The watermelons will probably be over somewhere at the end of <laughs> August. <laughs> I know it's fucking, I know that's the thing though. Like I, I was like, I have to tell these stories because there's not one comedian in the entire comedy business. That's going to have my experiences. What I fucking went through, you know, I, I, I was watching you on Facebook posting, you know, we all know Facebook and Instagram and all these things is all about fake it till you make it. Right. And you know, the first couple pictures I'm like, Oh, look at him. He's just playing. He's probably, you know, spending the week, the month over at the family, not doing oh, shit man. until it was every day, like work, yeah. work, 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 work. And then right. your, your, what, I don't even know the verbiage, but your barbecue gigs oh, going on yeah. like that. I you want it. You got to have your barbecue. You got to this. Yeah about barbells barbells and barbecue man that's yes, what, yes yes yeah <laughs> that's so that's my next uh i actually 
shot a little mini episode of it on my own um just because i think it's a it's a fun it's i mean it's something i do anyway but if i could like pitch a pitch the idea mm-hmm. of me going around doing barbecues my, my idea also with that is i do this already anyway do you know who andrew schultz is i don't but i could say yes he, i mean he's a famous comic i mean he's not famous but like he's he's pretty well known in, in comedy um uh, and uh so what he does is like same thing like every city he goes to you know him and his, he always takes his boys like that open for him or whatever and they'll go like if they're in nashville they'll go have hot chicken or if they're in louisiana they're gonna go have like po' boy sandwiches you know what i mean like they yeah and yeah, they, yeah and they just film it and they're just fucking around and it's like people watch it and so it's like for me it's like i'm already gonna go to every city i go to i'm gonna find the gym when i go to the city i'm gonna find the best barbecue so why not film it and maybe other people will be into that too like there are other people that will be into that like it just is what it is so my yeah. plan my plan is to shoot this you know, once watermelons is over, my girl and I will go on a vacation somewhere. We we we, we kind of want to drive across the country and just have fun, you know, for a couple yeah. of weeks. Because once it's the water, which for her, they, they've already started like planting and growing and everything. So like she's working nonstop until the end of summer from from this point on. She's just go, so, go, go. Yeah. So at that so at that point, you know, it'll be over. We'll go on a little road trip. And then uh, I'll go back and start planning my tour and just, I mean, I, I'm still, you know, I'm still touring and stuff like not as many places were open the last few months, but now, yeah. like, now every, I, and I was still working a little bit, but now that everywhere's open, I'm sure I'll be on the road a lot more the next few that's months. Awesome. And, you know, but no, all of that, see, that's the thing that's like why, you know, even with everything and knowing you and getting along, like we could be like a year, two years of not even like, you know, necessarily chat chat, but like come back and be like, just like old times but it's like because you're actually doing it you're actually being <laughs> constructive not being yeah. like arms crossed waiting like where's when's my chance and blah, blah, blah. like you're actually doing it i i i tell people all the time man like because i i know comics in la or i mean mainly in la um that will be like oh how much you how much are you making at you know this club i'm like uh i mean 500 bucks they're like so why'd you do it? I'm like, cause I'm a comic. Like that's my job. Yeah. Like you, you, you gotta start, you can't be, you can't be playing sold out arenas in the beginning. Like you gotta pay your dues, man. And it's always been an investment in myself and yeah, I'll take a job for shit money because I know that it's going to lead to me headlining that place and whatever and building a following. And, you know, I mean, I've done a lot of shows for two people, <laughs> you know, really? I've done, Oh yeah, dude. I mean, early on, are you kidding okay. me? Like doing shows like in the belly room at the comedy store or like at some, even if, honestly, I'll be honest right now with COVID and stuff, like all of the clubs that I've worked since I started working again in September are all socially distanced. Ah, so they're already limited capacity. There are, there are, they're limited capacity and socially distanced, which is actually not great for comedy, but like there've been nights just over the last few months where there've been like 10 people, you know, oh, that's tough. I mean, it is, but I mean, it's, you do your I, job. Yeah. I, those, those 10 people, you know, paid money just like anyone else. And yeah, I mean, yes, maybe, you know, I'm in El Paso and it sucks that there's only 10 people, but I mean, if those 10 people, if I make them laugh, I, I I'll be honest, there was a show I did in El Paso like Friday night and most clubs, any road city on the weekend, like Friday and Saturdays, that's going to be when people are there, you know, uh, Thursday, maybe, maybe not Sunday, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, there was a show there. It was basically sold out, right? I sold, I don't know, let's say $50 worth of shit, which is fucking nothing. Right. Yeah. And then the last night there was 12 people there. I sold more shit with those 12 people there than I did on a fucking packed house of like, you know, yeah. 200 people. So yeah. it's like, you just got to do your job, man. Like it sucks. Yeah. Plus, for those like a dozen people, it maybe becomes a little bit more intimate and you can actually like eye oh, contact everybody and for sure. just yeah. really work. For sure. It's, it's like, you know, um, Joan Rivers, who's my, that's my Madonna. Yeah. She's you know? great. Yeah. And 
um, I, the, her documentary, which I'm sure you've seen as many. No, I haven't. Well, good. Well, this was a great interview. I will talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's it on? I'll watch it tonight. Holy shit. It's called A Piece of Work. A Piece of Work. Piece of Work. Uh, Joan Rivers. It's the most amazing documentary because she's so honest and truthful in it about her whole the business. And this, I want to say it came out 10 years before she, she passed away. Um, yeah, it came out in 2010, you're right. And she goes ahead and um, was doing it. Now I just lost my train of thought. But anyway, she just, oh, she would say, I could get on a stage and there could be something like two people or 2,000 people. And I can tell off that first joke if I'm going to have to work that yeah. night or if I'm going to be able to just have fun and do it. And she's like, there's just such a difference of, you know, things. But she said, doesn't matter how many people there are in it. I'm going to do my job and make them laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why she was one of the best men. Um, well, I think it, after this whole pandemic that people are going to want to laugh. People want to yeah. go out. People are going to do. So I think right now for you to hit like right now is going to be the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I've been working and it was, it's funny because like, you know, I'll see people. It's so funny. I see people that like maybe aren't necessarily good comics. Of course. Yes. Uh, and they're the ones that this whole time have been like talking shit. I can't believe people are working and blah, blah, blah. And like, I can't believe you guys are doing, you're going to kill people. And, blah. and it's like, listen, dude, <laughs> you don't fucking work when there's not a pandemic. So like, yeah, this is not what you like. You know what I mean? Like you call going to three open mics a night and paying for it like doing comedy like that's not comedy I get I fucking work you know and all these clubs like I said socially distanced everyone had to wear masks fucking uh temperature checks like every everywhere I've worked has been operating under CDC guidelines and so if people want to go to these fucking clubs then who the fuck are these other people to be like I can't like unless you're going to pay me to stay home I'm fucking going to go do my job because I'm not I'm not relevant enough to just disappear for like a year and then be like, Oh, are you, I'm ready to come back to work. And like, it's not, I have to keep my name in there. Like that's just Absolutely. how it is. Yeah. So those people can go fuck themselves, man. Hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, dude. Uh, so what's your plan? Like you're retired now. Or you're just going to, you know, I think I'm going to do, um, I think, if I do go back to doing my drag queens of comedy, I'll only do it in San Francisco one show a year, which oh, wow. is, yeah. So just one and just for, just for fun, just to keep myself relevant. Cause you know, from that show, I was getting commercials. I was getting like, right. I was doing a lot of work from that as well. So just to keep me in the gay circuit, shall we call it of, you know, the magazines, the, you know, online and, you know, all these different things. So one, one thing like that, but I'm very confident on now moving towards doing Sasha and probably not the same last name, probably Sasha Thomas um, okay. yeah. as a, as a dude and just start doing it and stuff like that. Because like I said, my comedy is not based on me being dressed as a woman. I think I have like two bits, you know, that had to do with right. uh, being in drag and it was, you know, I could actually manipulate those into me as a boy anyway. So um, I think I would just would rather start doing it as a dude because I don't have to get dressed up, which is the top number one reason. Right. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just, there's nowhere else to go in the drag. Right. You know, there's another drag queen and I'm happy for her that she beat me to it. Not that I was, you know, saying I was in the race to get it, but that was where my eyes was set on to be the drag queen comedian selling out solo. Oh. And it was Bianca Del Rio. And now oh, yeah, she, I've heard of her. Oh, she, she out any straight comic, she just knocks them out because she's really, she sold out Wimbledon. Like she, like, I mean, she's, Wembley Stadium. Yeah. No. Or, well, what's the one what's over in like UK? I mean, there's a million, but there's like, Oh, isn't, isn't it Wimbledon or something? Well, Wimbledon, Wimbledon's where they play tennis. I don't think they would have. A yes. Concert. Okay. So that is where she sold out. Really? Yeah. I got it. I believe, now, I believe I'm, you. Yeah. Dude, so Carnegie Hall. Oh wow. Yeah. I've been playing around with drag names. Okay, let's hear. 
Britney Queers. You, I, I posted yeah, on your post. That, I, I and, that one. And the guy said that I could do that one. Okay, it's, yes. it's not, he said it's not taken yet. Um, I've never met one. Justin Timbercakes. <laughs> I like that one. But I like that. I like that for a drag king. Right, exactly. I know. And that's the thing. It's like, okay. Um, or uh, Kanye Breast. Okay. Gay Z. Gay Z. That's all I got. <laughs> mine, all- the only one I have that I would never use, because mine, mine was Sasha Soprano, which is a little bit more, like, believable that that's someone's name-ish. Right. Um, uh, I mean, like, I know ones that are named, like, Poyo Dalmar or, you know, some of these crazier names. Right. Um, but mine, I, I always try to convince one of my good friends of is Jean Beignet Ramsey. <laughs> Which right. yeah. you have to understand who Jean Benet Ramsey is to get right. that one. But that yeah, yeah. to me is That's the most fucked up, sweet, delightful name like ever. Okay. Uh, where uh, I'm going to put it in the show notes, but tell them where they can find you if they want to follow you. Uh, you could just go ahead and look up Sasha Soprano. And I'm yep. on Facebook and Instagram. Sasha has her own Facebook page too. Is that what you're saying? She does. Oh, yeah. okay. Got it. Um, all right, man. Uh, hopefully at some point in the near future, um, we'll see each other in person. Yeah, we got to, you know, if there's ever, you know, and I'll be jumping out there soon. So hopefully we'll be up in, at least in the same lineup and we could be talking Uh, shit about other people. How fun would that be? Dude, we should do the two of us back there. Dude, we should, I'm telling you when shows come back, we should collaborate. We'll do something. I mean, absolutely. I would love to. Maybe, maybe we get Jordan in too. Oh yeah, he's he just moved about a block away from me. So it's oh really? Yeah, Dude, that that'd be dope. Because I mean, I've never between, seen him, but he's moved a block away from me. <laughs> <laughs> between the three of that would be fun. That would be like a nice little. I feel like we probably need to have like a girl on there too. But you know, yeah, a but real one. We'll figure. Yeah, like a real yeah. <laughs> biological yeah cis female. <laughs> uh well cool i I appreciate your time dude uh thank you don't don't hang up i'm just gonna stop the recording you guys thanks for listening um and this has been the camera adds 10 pounds